Hello and welcome back to the Premier League project. Well, it's not really the Premier League project in this episode. It's more the Champions League project, but didn't really have that same twin to it. Twin to it? <laughs> you know what I mean? It. I think it's the alliteration in it, of course. But yeah, it's. We'll we'll stick with the Premier League project, but it is Champions League based Premier League project. So we're going to be reviewing. Obviously, there's only two games we can really review since there's only two games going to happen. But um. Yeah, so we start, we'll start on Tuesday night then, which is, for us recording it, tomorrow. And I think I'll put it up about 2 o'clock today, so yeah, we'll be tomorrow for us as well. Um, Real Madrid, Chelsea, George. Who's going to win? Who would you need to look at? What's going to happen? <laughs> I didn't even get an introduction there, mate. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> We've got fine, um, How are you, George? We'll go I'm OK. Yeah. I'm excited for, for some football and to talk about some football. Other than the Super League, which, yeah, it's nice. Oh, yeah, let's not talk about that, though. That's I'm so excited to see. I forgot to introduce you. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. So, Real Madrid versus Chelsea first. Um, it's going to be a tight game. Two strong teams. Two strong defences. I don't... True. I can't actually see, like, where it, where it will go. I think it will... I think it'll end in a draw, like a low scoring, like one all maybe. It could be nil nil actually, couldn't it? It actually could quite easily be nil nil. Yeah, and who does that suit more? Because I've I've always questioned this. If if that game finishes nil nil, then Real Madrid just have to go there and basically score, and they've got to score two. So who who does a nil nil benefit? Uh, I, I I I think you've just summed it up. I think in this game, a nil nil for Real Madrid. They need one goal in the second leg and. Chelsea need two then. Let's say it finishes one all. Chelsea have got that away goal then, and that puts Real Madrid in that position to go and get it. So I think that that goal for Chelsea is crucial. They have to get it. Yeah. The thing is with Chelsea, they do they just do not concede goals, do they? Like I was watching them against West Ham, and I watched them obviously against Man City the week before in the FA Cup semis. They don't even like. They don't really concede chances. It he's really got it sort of blocked up with this sort of five two three two one sort of thing. Anyway, he's got the two inverted forwards and the striker with the two sort of sitting in um, Jorginho and like Kovacic or Kante and Kovacic. He's really come into his own recently. I put a tweet out actually when I was watching the West Ham game. Kante's really started to come back into his own, hasn't he, in recent weeks? Yeah, yeah, and. As a as a City fan, I love Kante. I would love him in a City shirt, but it'll never happen. I think he's an absolutely brilliant player. And yeah, because Lampard really wants sort of getting the best out of him. I didn't think he want doing. He really want doing that well under Lampard. I didn't think. No, no, and you were seeing like speculation of him of him leaving. Yeah, wasn't. It just wasn't getting into the team anymore. But it's good to see because he's. Very good player and he's, he's a nice guy. It's, it's, yeah, he is. Yeah, <laughs> have you seen that one where he's at goes to that guy's house and watches match the day with him? <laughs> he's just he's just an overall nice guy. So and he's he's a good football player. He deserves to be in that team. And he were I remember against in the Atletico game um, in the round previous. Oh no, the the second leg of the Atletico game anyway, whichever round that was, round of sixteen maybe. Um, he was so good in that game. Like he was back, he was falling back to his best, and he seems to have continued that form up until now. And we just really, we really see, especially 
the attacking players you can question two shill if he's still getting the best out of people like Havertz, Werner's, ZH, all, all all the attacking players really, but defensively. He's he's really got a defence that's working. He's got Aspilicueta playing some of the best football he's played for a while. He's got Christian too, who I never thought would be any good because I thought he was too lightweight. In that middle, it's his role, really, with Thiago Silva. And he's got Rudiger, who sort of wins every header, and he's sort of back to his best as well. And I never thought them three were particularly good centre-backs, but together they sort of complement each other perfectly well. I don't know what you think of that. I, com- I completely agree, to be fair. I think the final that structure... They've finally found the sort of like fluidity in the team that they've got the foundations down now with I think Thiago Silva is an absolute beast. I think he's a general and I think he's a big reason for like let's say Christensen and Brudiger coming coming back and playing good football. I think he's helped that so much just being there because he is very much a leader, he's a veteran. And yeah, yeah. like you said, with like Jorginho or Kante in front of them. They've got such a de- uh, defensive block. They block the yep. space so well. No one gets. Yeah. They've like just this. got this defensive block here that the team struggles so much to score to score against them. And it's just do Real Madrid have the quality up front to get a goal? But as well as that, they've got a bit of a balance as well because people like Kovacic and Jorginho especially can take the ball off the centre house and on the half turn ping a pass that's brilliant. And they've got sort of that extra IQ that you need, that maybe like someone like a Man United with McTominay and Fred miss, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. And then it's very much, I don't really know how to explain it. They, they, they can ping it over. They've got quick players on the attack as well. So we've got players like Timo Werner. Will he start? Will he be trusted to start that game? When They scored in the last game. Oh, he didn't miss another sitter as well. Yeah, so... yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to make of that performance from Werner. I think he might have got one of the match, but... Yeah. He's a weird player. He's a weird player. He is, because I actually don't think he's a bad footballer. It's just a shame that he just can't finish. Well, yeah. the thing is, apparently he can, but I just haven't seen anything of it, because I don't, I don't confess to watch him at Leipzig. I mean, I watch him a bit in the Champions League when I think they've knocked out Spurs last year and they knocked out a few other teams. But, yeah, I, he's, he's really he's a weird one, but... I do feel like if he started scoring, he would be an elite striker. Like, I mean, you could say that about anyone, but like, he's got the movement. He's got the. You can you, you can tell he's a good footballer. Yeah, he's, he's got he's ha- got he's got his ha- head on. He he knows the game very well. Yeah, he does. Yeah, hundred percent. Which and, people that don't see that and just go, oh, he scored this many goals in this many games. Admittedly, that is awfully bad, but the all-round game that he brings to it. He's, he's actually quite good, to be honest. I see. Like like we were talking about before, about about Sterling, he's just end product. He's absolutely absolutely abysmal. Would Werner be... I know we didn't see it while Lampard were there, trying to push him out into the wing, and everybody was saying, oh, it's not his natural position. But would Werner suit being on one of the, one of the wings more than just a central striker? It might be a situation where... You start him like you put him out onto the left wing, and then you do you not know, like Mason Greenwood at the moment. Man United's getting moved out onto the right, and then he sometimes plays up front. Mm. I think Werner is a striker, but maybe a bit of time on the wing to build his confidence back up. Wouldn't yeah, so bad. The only issue is he doesn't seem to trust Tammy Abraham, which I can't really understand. So he don't, he's he never plays Tammy Abraham ever. Done two shell. So but where's Giroud now? Is he injured? 
I don't know, but I, I think I think he must be. But um, I do know that he seems to avoid Tammy Abraham at all costs, which yeah. is. It's funny because he's still Chelsea's top scorer, I believe, in the in all competitions this year when he hasn't played basically since two shells come in. It's just that German Lincoln. <laughs> where where do you think like where does Tammy Abraham have to move on this summer? I think so, yeah, because he's still young. What is he? He's twenty two. I think he'd be a bit older than that. Let me look. He does seem to have been around for a while, actually. <laughs> Um, how old is he? 23, 23. 23. Um, Looking at Abraham Lincoln, then, don't want <laughs> Yeah, he's not going to be that old. Um, no. He, he's young, and he's he's very talented, he's shown that. And He's got quite a lot to his game, actually, Tommy Abraham, because he's actually quite sort of agile and on the ball, he's not too bad, but he's also a big lad and good in the air. So he is he's a complete striker, I think, to be honest. But yeah, he's just not think, quite an elite striker yet, if you know what I mean. And I just don't see him getting that chance. He could he could finish the season on the bare minimum games and still getting goals and finishing t- top scorer for the club. But I don't see him getting that chance. I think he, he should move on. I think he should push his way out of it. Sort of kind of like what Hudson Adoy's trying to do. Yeah, Hudson Adoy is another weird one because when he came in, two shell were playing him week in week out, and it was like his role, wasn't it? Like right wing back and left wing back. Mm. Whereas I think in the more sort of challenging games, he's gone for Reese James and um, Chilwell, and that's all. Yeah, understandable, understandable, but they could have they could have cashed in and loaned him out to. I think it was Munich who was after him. You can't you can't loan him out. He's on too much money. <laughs> no one will pay that is that generally is the issue that he's on too much money to be loan him. Yeah. But he's he's an elite footballer, he's Hudson Adai, he really is. And he's not even old either, is it? I think he's twenty. Yeah. Well anyway, so what's your prediction for the Real Madrid Chelsea? Um, I I've I said before the book I've seen it that I think it were two nil Chelsea. And now thinking about it, I don't think Chelsea are going to score two goals. <laughs> but then I don't. The problem was, I instantly think I think one nil Chelsea because that seems to what they do at the moment. One nils, one nils, one nils. Yeah, I but see. Then, it. Because there's been that. so many, I sort of didn't want to say one nil because it seems a bit boring. But thinking about it now, one nil does seem about right. So yeah, I'll go, I will go. I'll change it and go one nil. Well, there's that game up the win then. I think Forsage might score. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to see, won't we? <laughs> what, what's your, what are you going for then? Uh, I'm going to say like a one all, maybe a one nil, either way. So we've both gone for a low scoring. No doubt it'll be like a four all now since we said that. <laughs> of course. To, no, to be fair, we, I've got, so far, we've done two prediction shows and we've predicted the biggest game, correct both times. We said that um, Man City were going to win at the weekend, which admittedly was quite an obvious prediction, but they did. And we also said that Chelsea were going to beat Man City in the previous semi-final. So, you know, we're on a bit of a, a tricky run at the moment, to be honest. It's, it's, mm. it's tasty. But, um, yeah. Right, so you're going for a draw, like a low-end draw. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think that's fair. Can we look at some of the Real Madrid players? Because one player that's really impressed me so far in this campaign has been Casemiro. I don't know what you think about him. For me, he he reads the game and he sort of... Like everyone, when you think the best holding midfield players, everyone goes Fabinho's, even people saying Didi and stuff like that. But he has been... Oh, Fernandinho. And Fernandinho as well. <laughs> but 
But he he has been superb when I've seen him in the Champions League. I don't know what you've seen, how much you've seen of him. Yeah, I haven't seen too much. I know that he's a rock solid player and he can read the game so well and he knows when to rough it up and he knows when to sort of relax it and he he just he's his football IQ is is right up there. I think. Yeah, yeah, and it must be a Brazilian ball. thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, some of the top holding midfielders in the world being Brazilian, it must be. No, you're not wrong. A lot. We just, I mean, we just named what three there, and they're all. Well, I suppose indeed is is he Nigerian? Nigerian. Yeah, but the other three are all Brazilian. <laughs> no, they've got. A space. Do you know what Fernandinho? Where he makes these sort of cynical fouls, but gets away with it. Hmm. Like it's like the Fernandinho foul in it. Casemiro sort of adapted and, and does that as well. I I, I think he's a proper elite holding midfielder, mate. I really do. And Benzema's coming to his own as well, but. I don't know. Oh, Benzema's the most un- underrated striker ever. You think? I think he's absolutely brilliant. See, I've never, I've never watched him and thought, "Wow, you are world class." Like that. Do you know when you, I've watched Luis Suarez and seen that happen? I've watched like, countless other strikers and thought, "Yeah, you are top, top draw." Lewandowski, Kane. With him, I've just never really thought that. I don't. I've seen a lot of because he's obviously scored loads of goals this year, but. I don't, I don't know. I ain't, I ain't seen it personally yet. I don't think. I think it's just his consistency since. Yeah, that is true. However many years he's been there, he's consistently bad. 25, 30 goals. Yeah, no, he, no, you're not. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Good player. <laughs> yeah, no, fair, fair enough. <laughs> Going on to the next game then on Wednesday, it is PSG Man City. This is like the box office game, isn't it? Like when you look at it, it's like. Do you know when, when Super League would be made, it was trying to create sort of box office games week in, week out. Well, this is a box office fixture, isn't it? This, it really is. Yeah. Like, with the best team in the world versus a few of the best young players and Neymar and people like that, and even like Pochettino coming back. Yeah, it, it, this really, really is box office. What What's happening here? I, I, I don't really know, and I don't like predicting it for my own team. because the podcast to predict, lad. I know, but I, I say, I say we're going to win 1-0 or we lose 5-0. So, uh, I know it's going to happen. Well, when did that happen? <laughs> um, I, I think it's going to be pretty much the same story as Chelsea game. It's going to be two strong teams trying to... I don't think they're going to be stupid with that. I think they'll both play quite reserved and just like holding it to themselves and... I think it'll be, again, I don't see it being a, a high-scoring game. I think this one could be quite high-scoring. I think it, it has the potential to, of course. We've got some of the best players in the world on the pitch. Neymar, Mbappe, De Bruyne, Foden, um, Mahrez. But I just don't see either team going out guns blazing and just trying to bully the other team because each each manager knows what the other team can do. If yeah, I think they have a lot of mutual respect actually between each other, don't they, Pochettino and Pep? Yeah. They both come from, I know I always bring this up, but they both come from the Bielsa, like they've both come out and said that they've took inspiration from him. So they're sort of, they are on the sort of same wavelength of all that sort of Argentinian sort of style football, I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I, that. I mean, Pep's Spanish, which sounds a bit idiotic, but it, <laughs> it is that sort of... Um, no, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. And I'd, I hate predicting it for my own team, but I see it being like a, a one-all or or even a 2-1 either way. I think, I, I think again, that away goal is absolutely huge for us. And Would you take a 2-1 loss? 
Over a five nil loss, yes. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm, it's, say right now, someone goes to you, bang, two one. Take it. Do you, are you taking it? Well, no, I'd like a two one win. So you're not taking it then? No, I, like if if we were gonna lose, I think that is the ideal scoreline to lose because. Well, no, like three two four three is better, isn't it? The more wiggles you get. Yeah, oh, actually, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Ten nine. <laughs> better, but um. No, I am. Go on. What do you see happening? I think PSG are going to win. I think PSG are the perfect matchup to screw you over. They have the the blueprint to beat Man City is hitting them quick when they're not. So as soon as they lose the ball, bang, you go. And and I think you will really struggle in this game with that because I don't. As good as Ruben Diaz is, I can't see him stopping Mbappe for ninety minutes. Same with Laporte. I think he'll probably play. Oh, will Stones play? I think Laporte will, will yeah. start. Yeah, so, no, I I, um, I think um, PSG are going to win. I think Mbappe will score. I think Neymar will be quite, quite influential. I don't think he'll be as influential as we saw in the sort of second leg of the PSG Bayern Munich tie. Because he got more of the ball. I don't think he's, I, don't, I think PSG will do the same thing like they did in Spain, where they're going to hit you on the break. And hit you on the break. Powerful as well. I, yeah. I am... Um, I, th- I think they're gonna. Um, I think they're gonna win you. Yeah, yeah I, I see Pep going out with the, the same back four as we saw yesterday in cup final. Um, I think that is the back four in it. To be fair. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think he. I think we very much have a strongest. Like we know what our strongest team is, and that's not very common. With most. having said that though, Sterling don't get don't make the cut, does he? No, no. I'll get I'll get there, mate. Don't you worry. I think in front I'm, of I'm sorry, sorry, anyone didn't know I'm itching to talk about Reem Sterling. <laughs> uh I think in front of him we'll we'll end up playing Rodri and Fernandinho. Do you I think you'll go the double pivot? I I don't really It's a game it's it is a very ga- a very game. It is a game where Pep could overthink it. Do you know that we've seen him before? This it is a proper game Pep overthinker, isn't it? He could completely overthink it and get the team wrong. Start with like three centre halves or something like that again. And... Tactics wrong, or he'll get it perfectly and we'll we'll smash it. <laughs> we'll, but it's, we'll it's definitely it. it's definitely a trap this for Pep. He needs to not he needs to sort of not mess it up and think too mm-hmm. much about it and just sort of play your game. Admittedly, know what the opponent doing because they're one of the best attacking teams in the in the world easily. But um, yeah, if you play your game. Yeah, I, st- I still think PSG are going to win, though, because I, I just think they, they, their their strength is your weakness, and I think that plays into their hands perfectly. Yeah. Like, yeah. they want you to bring your men forward, come on to them, and then they're going to hit you. And with, when they hit you, they, they hit you hard. Yeah, I know what you mean. Anyway, Raheem Sterling, go on. I, do, do you know what it is? I've been, try- I've been wanting to say this for a while. I am absolutely sick of watching Raheem Sterling. Not from a... He's, his decision-making in the final third is absolutely abysmal. You should have been about 3 or 4 nil up yesterday, but because Raheem Sterling doesn't know what he's doing when it comes to the final third, you're con- you're, it's almost like an insult having him playing. Like He's awful in front of goal. I don't want him anywhere near the England squad. I can't, I can't even bear him to think that I've got to watch him in the Euros. He's already starting to stress me out. So, <laughs> yeah, that, there you are. Awful player at the moment, especially. Now, you're going to defend him, I know you are, but... Of course I am, of course I am. I think yesterday he played very well. Yeah, he, he missed oh, a lot of Oh, give it a rest. Nah, you're having a laugh. 
No, no, hear me out. I think he read the... Just like we were saying about Werner earlier, he reads the game very well. He's a smart player. It's just his end product. Like I think we saw from his two best chances. I think one of them was blocked by Dyer, I think it was. Um, and another one was a great save by Lloris. He, he, yeah, but it, it, not even that. It was not just a shooting. It was when he has the ball down the wing. Like even in the last few minutes, he got he got free and he should have squared it across. And he, I don't know what he's trying to do. Probably beat ten men, then rebond it over the keeper. He into could a be because you score. Like, need to remember that he's rubbish. <laughs> he's criticised in the media so much. His own manager. Oh, Pep, this is the cop out. Pep has come out and and said. He's not playing because he's not playing well. He's he's in terrible form. He has been for months. And he's been in terrible he's form. He's got no confidence. City. And when he's trying to prove himself, we know that he's not a great finisher. He's we know that. He he's knows not, that. He's not great. He's awful. I am a better finisher than him. I'll, I'm happy to prove that. <laughs> Pep, give me a chance. Trust me. <laughs> I, I love you starting on, on left wing, Scott. This On Wednesday. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't dribble like he can, but... I can shoot better than he can. I'm, I'm <laughs> All right, we'll get Scott Wazer on, on pens and euros then. That's fine by me. Pressure's <laughs> as far as I'm aware. And after all that, I don't think he'll start on. I don't think he'll start and on. Rightly so as well. Should he go to the well, No, he should go to the Euros. I'm of going should, sorry. Of course he should. should he, please say he should be in the starting eleven. George, I can't watch. I'm, I'm turning the telly off. If he misses a chance for England, I'm turning the telly off. I can't watch it. I think Foden will take it for the PSG game, and I think he will in uh, in Euros as well. I do think he'll play some games. He'll get some minutes, but I'd say I think Foden oh. should start ahead of him. Oh God! You, you think Sterling's just not going to go to the Euros and not play a minute? No, he might come on as like when we're winning seven nil <laughs> for for a minute. Like Southgate, you, like Southgate, you think we're going to score seven goals? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can't have him. What, the, what pains me is, he, say we're in the quarters, he's running through on goal. I am confident he's going to miss, and then he puts it wide, and I'm thinking, why is he playing? Why? Yeah, Scott, why? let's just say he scores a, an absolute no, no, final and wins it for us. There's some players that when you're running through, you think that is in the back of the net, and there's some players you think. There is more chance of him doing a 360 spin, buying an Easter egg, and then selling it to on Gumtree for a fiver than there is him scoring the chance. And then that, the fact is that is what is the case with Raheem Sterling. <laughs> I don't know where the Easter egg came into it, to be honest. But we'll <laughs> Going back to it, I think I don't think he'll start against PSG, and I think Foden will start, and I think we'll see Jesus up front. Should we talk about Foden next? I know you've been. Like I've been itching to sort of slay Sterling, still, which sounds a bit wrong. But um, as much as I wanted to criticise Raheem Sterling, you've been sort of <laughs> begging to praise Foden. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Well, um, what can I say? So I think, go and praise him then, I guess. I think he's absolutely brilliant. I don't. That's your go-to saying, that, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely brilliant. brilliant. When because there's no other words to describe him. Well, look, there's loads of other words. He's phenomenal. Majestic. He's, he's majestic on the ball. The way he just glides past. He does, he's he's, he's one of them gliders, isn't he? He's a glider. Yeah. And I think it was one chance yesterday. I think it were... Um, he'd gone past, like, 
just skipped around four or five players with yeah, a little... Yeah, then he got down, didn't he? A little spin, and then it, 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 they end up having to foul him. Like, uh, he's, he's top banana. He's, yeah. he's absolutely yeah, top top of the tree. He really mm. is. And we saw against Aston Villa, like, he's so difficult to tackle that... He changes games. Well, off out of nowhere. He actually changes games at the moment. That's what... That is the difference between him and Raheem Sterling. Raheem Sterling doesn't change games. Rafodan changes games. Like there's sometimes when you're not playing particularly well and he just grabs the game by the bloody balls and drives forward and makes stuff happen. And that 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 and we need that for England. And now I want him in the England squad if I'm being honest. I do want him. Oh. I don't know how we're gonna get him in because we've got so many good players that I want in. Like I want how you can really have Mount playing Ford and, and Grealish all in the same starting eleven, which somehow I want. I don't I think know, but needs make, to be on the make, left. I think that's his strongest position. But then, where does Grealish come in? Where's Grealish playing? I think I think Foden plays over Grealish. Mm, you see, I don't know how to back that. Really? I, yeah, I I think Grealish is the best of the lot. I think he's the, he's the don. Not a chance. I think he is. We haven't seen him in recent weeks, so everyone's gone now. He's crap. But he's yeah, he's, no, no, I don't think he's crap whatsoever. I just think Phil Foden's. The third best young player in the world. Behind the other, who's the other two? Um, Mbappe. Mbappe and then Haaland. Yeah. And yeah. I don't think there's anybody close to them three. Well, Grealish isn't young anyway, so you know, I won't put him in. No, there. no, but let's say out of them four players, it's Grealish. better than Mason Mount, but Mason Mount play, can play a bit deeper than Foden. Foden can't play like in the number eight. Like, no, no. But would you want to see him there when he's. As majestic as he is up front, <laughs> further up the pitch. Delightful. Exactly. He is. He is generally a pleasure to watch his phone. He really. He's. He's a. He's a box office player at the moment. He really is. Yeah. Yeah. He um. He and he does the right thing as well. I tell you what is weird though with him. He's got a very funny technique when it comes to shooting a ball. Do you know what I mean? Like he sort of kicks it with his foot, like sort of bent to the side somehow. I don't know how to explain it. But it still works. It still comes no, it up, works. Is... It works perfectly, but it looks a bit wrong. <laughs> but yeah, you're not wrong. It does work. It yeah, a bit unconventional. That's all. <laughs> um, let me check my notes. What else can we talk about? Mbappe, Neymar. Neymar. What do we need to say about them? Like, um, they're really, really good. It's funny. <laughs> who would you, who would you have if you could have either in your team? Mbappe. And, don't and don't just say oh he's because he's younger because that's boring. If you, if they're both the same age, who are you taking? Mbappe. I what? think Neymar had the potential to be Messi Ronaldo standard and he just didn't take it. I think it could have been from going to PSG actually. It could have been. I don't really know, but <laughs> he I does just... glide. He does glide past players bit like Foden though, doesn't he? He does, he does, but he really does glide him. Like, might, he never seems to no, run. He never seems to sprint. He just seems to like walk past people. It's the weirdest thing. Mm-mm. With Mbappe, you, you get that as well, but you get guaranteed goals. And uh, he's so powerful as well as Mbappe. Like he really is the right brute up front. Even though he's not that tall, he's such a beast. Yeah, he's got he's got that bit of muscle and bulk to yeah, he has, yeah he has he's quite he's, he's not being bullied like we kind of see that with Neymar with it you know about his diving and that's what winds I think that's what gives him a bad rep and it winds me up to hell when he's moaning to the ref crying rolling around 
and he's got he's got such a big big ego. You never know when he's going to explode and go get sent off. This is what I, that's that's the issue with Neymar. That it, if he got rid of all that nonsense, and admittedly it's part of the game and people do it, but if you're saying that this isn't the game, you, you're having a bloody laugh to be honest. Mm. That that is what ruined it. Does that mean he's a worse player than Mbappe? Not really. No. Because I know not some that, people. Not, not for that reason. There's anyway. some people that absolutely love Neymar, aren't there, and think he's yeah, sort of God's gift. Yeah, but um, no, I'd have Mbappe as well. I prefer him. He's Mbappe is so fast as well. Like he he's actually a bullet train speed. Yeah. I. Uh, there's people that go, oh, he's faster, he's faster. I I don't think I've seen many people faster than him, to be honest. I think he's absolutely bullet speed. Yeah. You see that goal at the weekend as well, where he like, did this sort of karate kick, sort of. It wasn't a karate kick, but it was sort of like his foot and his back foot were like in line as he's flying in there. It was absolutely unbelievable goal. No, I didn't see it. I'll watch it after this. It's just a case of can we stop them? Can we push them to. Can we just match them out of the game? Can we. I think it's can you. They can they stop you? Like, because they're going to be the ones sat back, um, defending, and then trying to hit you on the break. That's what they will do. I th- I think it's I think it's flipped to him being honest. He was he was he wants this game more as well. He actually wants to win more. I think Pep said that he, you can see with the celebrations yesterday. He treats every competition with the utmost respect, and he wants to win them all. I want them all. <laughs> But I think he wants this more than anything. Yeah, but you've got to admit, though, that being in the final last year, for Mbappe and Neymar especially, they're going to want this, aren't they? Really badly. Yeah, yeah, of course. Especially with their egos. <laughs> but, anyway. So again, what, what did you say in that game? Who are you going for? Which, which way is who's going to win? I see it being like a... A one-all or a two-one, either either way. I think I think I'll go two-nil or two-one to PSG. I think again it's same same case for Chelsea. An away goal is massive. If if we lose two-one, then it's not the end of the world if you think about it. No, it, it, that yeah, that you bang on. I think to be honest. So we'll if you go there and get a. If you go there and get a um, score draw, whatever the score is, you've done really well, I think. Yeah. Anyway, that has been the Premier League project. Thanks blah, blah, blah. Thanks for coming on, George, as usual. Thank you for having me, mate. I wish your team the best of luck in the Champions League. Thank oh, you. I just think through the tie. <laughs> just. Um, and I'll catch you on the next one. Thanks, everyone, listening. And bye for now. <laughs>